0: I'm writing this as a letter to the one that I love. I, I see now that I couldn't have been receptive. I could not receive. Um, it wasn't possible for a closed mind to to comprehend, understand, and accept everything that you were are, and will forever be. Prior to you, there was only me. In my mind, it was an I. It was singular. And then when I met you, it it was kind of hard for me to let go of my pride and my ego and my, my manhood and accept that I was not alone anymore. And that there was someone willing to enter into my life, become a part of my life, become a part of of what makes me who I am, and share my burdens, share in my triumphs, um, help me to overcome any prior mental and emotional tribulation that I've ever gone through, and was probably still going through at the time when we met. You know, they say hindsight is always twenty-twenty. 20 and as a man i would love to engage in wishful thinking but if i've learned anything in the time that we spent together it was that wishful thinking is pointless except my role and my responsibility and my part in things i miss you i think about you often i wonder how you're doing I hope that life is treating you just as well as it did when you were with me. Myself, I'm good. I mean, I could be better. I'm sad. Probably a little depressed. But, um... i get over it. But I'm writing this to you. To say that, um... I appreciate the change, quality, and the overall brightness that you brought into my life. I appreciate how you shaped me mentally, allowed me to grow, gave me that room to make those mistakes, sat me down and talked to me through my indecisiveness and my fear. At having to hear something that I wasn't accustomed to hearing. At having to accept the truth that I wasn't accustomed to accepting. To not being able to run away from my responsibility. And I appreciate you for giving me a shoulder and allowing me to lean on it. To be strong in those moments when I just couldn't be. Because I didn't know how to be. I didn't know how to let my guard down and share. I didn't know how to be. Mentally and emotionally vulnerable, but I learned. What makes me happy is knowing that I had the experience and that I had the opportunity to get to know you. What makes me sad is knowing that my life elevated to a point, and it kind of feels like it'll probably elevate no farther than it has gone because you're no longer in my life. Um. Even if I meet someone else, and that's not to say that I won't meet someone else, and I won't have good memories, and I won't have good experiences, and I won't have, um, but I don't, I don't know if it'll be the same. I don't know if the quality of my life is ever going to be the same. I know it's selfish of me to just want what I want because it was so good, and there's going to probably be a lot of questions about, well, why didn't you appreciate it when you had it? And if there's anyone outside of this that ever gets to hear this, then understand that there is more to the story. There's always more to the story, right? It's three sides, yours, mine, and the truth. The truth is, it wasn't a bad experience. We didn't part ways angry or mad at each other. At least I didn't. And I didn't get the impression that she did. Um, but when you love someone and when you genuinely have a good connection with someone and you can no longer maintain that it is sometimes easier to just not have it at all it sounds selfish and there's a lot of wishful thinking that again anyone outside of this conversation whoever gets to hear this is probably gonna think and gonna have questions and gonna have comments and that's cool i get it because if it was me on the outside looking in i'd probably have those same questions and those same comments so i don't mind but um, I'm gonna end this for now. I'm gonna close my eyes. and I'm gonna picture you, envision you. I'm gonna take a walk down memory lane and remember you. A flower has to be in bloom. In order to be receptive to the sun's rays, it knows that the sun exists and it leans towards the light because it needs that light in order to nourish it. I guess we're all the same way, right? When something is good for you, we lean towards it. We absorb it. take it all in I think the difference with us as a species is that we just don't appreciate it if I was on the outside looking in and I was someone asking the hard questions about well how did you let these set of circumstances come to be where you're no longer together you're no longer in this union this bond that made both of you so happy How did you as a man allow this to happen? And that would probably be my first mistake in believing that I had any control over what took place. Um, The whole beginning of the separation was already in motion. There were moments towards the end where We didn't want that separation to happen. Um, And we thought of every which way under the sun to try to not separate. And if we did separate, maintain the connection. That's where the wishful thinking comes in. You can't love as I love. You can't love as I felt love. You can't. Exist in this union with the type of person that she was um, away from each other It just doesn't happen that way Because she was my son and I needed to be in her presence in order to to grow And I was hers and together we grew together Um, We fed each other not just verbally not just physically but spiritually We connected. Um, and that connection, I would like to believe, is still there. But it's not there. Doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Doesn't mean that the idea or the hope or the premise that one day there'll be this great reunion and this, this reconnection. Um, wishful thinking, right? If I was on the outside looking in, and I had to ask her, why did you leave someone who made you so happy? And the honest answer would be, she wanted to find her own happiness. I should correct that. It wasn't a matter of her finding her own happiness. It's just a matter of circumstance. The reality is there, there are times in relationships where you have to make tough choices. And sometimes those tough choices mean you have to give up the thing that you love and care or, or desire the most in the moment. For future longevity, future stability, future peace of mind, um, future happiness, if you will. I get it, right? There's this concept in with humans that we will fight. And and where there's a will, there's a way. And and there probably is. But um we're not there yet. We haven't reached that chapter in the story where the hero triumphantly overcomes the obstacles laid before him. And finds happiness in the end. We're at that point in the story where the hero knows sorrow, anger, anguish, pain, remorse, regret, the negative self talk that we as men do um, when we're truly sorry. Again, there was never any. There's no bad memories, there's no bad thoughts, there's just these ups and downs, but those ups and those downs are good. I smile, like if you can see me, I'm smiling. When memory of someone makes you smile in such a way that everything else that troubles you and bothers you just goes away in that moment. Um and you can just truly enjoy the thought, the idea, and the memory of of what that person brought to your life and and who they turned you into and allowed you to be and the memories that you guys created together. Um, I'm always going to chase this high. So again, these are my thoughts. These are my letters to the one that I love, the one that I would always love, the one that I think about the most. I listen intently as the sound of my footsteps echo off the halls of my memory and fade to the distance and in anticipation and in response to those footfalls, I suddenly hear yours louder, getting closer, keeping me company on my journey and I thank you for this. I thank you for never allowing me to forget how good life can be, how great life can be, how great it feels to have a genuine connection to another person. Who am I when I'm in love? I'm not alone, I'm not afraid, I'm not disappointed who am I when I'm not in love I don't know because I'm still in love